بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد وعن انس رضي الله تعالى عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال يسر ولا تعسر وبشر ولا تنفر متفق عليه This hadith we began the discussion Anas radiyallahu ta'ala narrates from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Four injunctions Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had given us in this hadith The first two we discussed Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Make things easy and do not make things difficult Up to this point we discussed in the sense that Islam is a religion where we find this theme repeated many many places in the Quran yuridullahu bikumul yusra wa la yuridu bikumul usr yuridullahu an yukhaffifa ankum wa khuliqal insanu dha'ifa wa ma ja'ala alaykum fid deen min haraj repeatedly interspersed throughout Quran Allah Ta'ala says that Allah's intention it is to make things easy for you and Allah does not want to make things difficult لا يكلف الله نفسا الا وسعها لا is not commanded you with anything that is beyond your ability so in propagating deen in encouraging people to practice upon deen and in our own outlook towards deen allah's rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam has given us this imperative make things easy don't look unnecessarily for difficulty as i mentioned previously obviously remaining within the hudud and the boundaries of shariat The latter part of the hadith وَبَشِّرُوا وَلَا تُنَفِّرُوا This word بَشِّرُوا comes from بَشَارَتْ Glad tidings Give people glad tidings What this actually means refers to that when you want to encourage somebody to do something then there are two ways of encouraging One is to show someone the virtues of things If you do this, Allah will give you this and Allah will give you that. And then obviously, the other way, which is found in Quran and Hadith also, is to mention the punishment. If you fail to do a certain thing, this is the punishment or this is the warning, this is the chastisement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We find in Quran, in other words, to mention the warnings about something which is what we call tarheeb in quran both things are found we find mention of the great rewards that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give us and on the other hand we find mention of the punishment of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if we fail to carry out the injunctions of shariat or if we openly and brazenly break the commands of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but we find if we look in quran at the balance there is a leaning more towards the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Unfortunately, nowadays, we find many orators, many of those people who give bayans or give talks on deen, we tend to present Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wherein, in such a manner wherein we present Allah ta'ala as a zat and a being who is prone to punishment, who we warn people about. But if you look at Quran, for example, Allah Ta'ala begins the Quran, we read, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, in the name of Allah. And who is Allah? 
Ar-Rahman, Allah is the beneficent, the merciful, Ar-Rahim, very, very kind and compassionate. Then Surah Fatiha, Alhamdulillahi, all praise is due to Allah. Again, Rabbil Alameen, Allah is the Rabb of every Alam. Then who is Allah? Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. Allah is the benevolent, the kind, the merciful, the compassionate. It could have been Qahari Samawati Wal Ard, Jabbari Samawati Wal Ard. Allah Ta'ala could have presented Himself as a Zat and a being omnipotent, power, powerful, mighty, who has created Jahannam, and you will face great punishment. Like I said, this theme is there to a necessary level. Obviously, one has to have the fear of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala because this is a deterrent to stay away from the disobedience of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. But open up more Allah's compassion, Allah Ta'ala's mercy, the tremendous rewards which Allah Ta'ala will give, the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the forgiveness of Allah Ta'ala. Avoid frightening people by only mentioning azab. Allah says, if you sin and you sin and you sin, so that your sins reach right up till the, the heights of the heavens, fill the whole earth, then once you ask Allah to forgive you, Allah's mercy is such that Allah says, I will forgive all your sins and it will not matter to me how much you have sinned. So coming back to this hadith, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Bashiru, give people glad tidings. Speak to them about Allah's compassion, Allah's mercy, Allah's kindness. Avoid frightening people. Wala tunaffiru. And... وَلَا تُنَفِّرُوا This word تُنَفِّرُوا comes from نَفْرَتْ نَفَرَ means to drive people away, make them run away. So Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, closest translation of this will be وَلَا تُنَفِّرُوا In other words, do not drive people away. Do not make it seem that it is impossible to practice upon shariat. Do not present Allah Ta'ala as a revengeful zat and a being. Such, such a being that you will never be able to please. In other words, do not cause people to lose hope in the mercy of Allah. La taqnatu min rahmatillah. Allah commands us in the Quran, never ever lose hope min rahmatillah in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we find that in this hadith also, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa is commanding us, Bashiru wala tunaffiru. Give people glad tidings. And do not drive people away. The next hadith one, Jarir ibn Abdullah radiallahu ta'ala nuqal, Samiatu Rasulallahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul, May yuhramul rifq, yuhramul khair kullahu. Jarir ibn Abdullah narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, I heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying, that person who is deprived of rifq, this theme of rifq or narmi or being gentle-natured or soft-natured, we've discussed it quite at length, many, many ahadith, many verses of the Qur'an also. So Imam Nawi rahimahullah brings another hadith with the same subject matter where Rasulullah sallallahu said that that person who is deprived of this quality, he doesn't have soft-naturedness. His nature 
his nature is harsh, rigid, then what is the detrimental effect of that? Yukhramul khayru kullahu. Allah's Rasul sallallahu says he has been deprived of all good. He has been deprived of all khayr. We can possibly link this hadith to hadith which passed previously, the narrator of which was Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, wherein she said that Rasulullah sallallahu said, Inna Allah rafiq that Allah Ta'ala Himself is soft-natured, Allah is compassionate, Allah is kind, Allah is merciful. And, وَيُعْطِي عَلَى الرِّفْقِ مَا لَا يُعْطِي عَلَى الْأُنْفِ Allah will give to a person, Allah will open the doors of His treasures to a person who is soft-natured in such a way that Allah will never ever open His doors to a person who is harsh or rigid. So if we link these two hadiths, the first hadith is what is Nabi Salaam saying? That Allah Ta'ala's special favors, Allah's kindness, Allah's rahmat, Allah's fazl will rain down upon a person who is soft-natured. So in other words, this person will get great, great khair. On the other hand, the one who is harsh will be deprived of this. Deprived to such an extent, we look at this hadith of Rasulullah Salaam where he says, May yukhramul rif. That person who is deprived of soft-naturedness, he has been deprived of all goodness whatsoever. Allah give us two fixed one.